Good evening and welcome to My Poor Friends. This is our special... I, why am I talking in my radio announcer <laughs> voice? This is our special. No, this is our special Independence Day edition. <laughs> it is officially the day after we have set off all of our fireworks, so we decided to get together and review some of our favorite Independence Day movies. Um, so we are doing a Will Smith Kills Aliens with Men in Black and Independence Day. Uh, so with me tonight are two of my favorite guests. First, we have Michelle. Michelle, say hi. Hello. <laughs> and then in addition, we have Dickie. Say hi, Dickie. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So icebreaker questions. Okay. Since this is America's birthday, my first question is, if you were forced to leave the United States for some reason, which country would you want to live in? Ireland. Why? Is it the weather? I don't know. Actually, I think it's probably cold. I I just, I don't know. I just feel, I don't know. I'm just, I I don't know. It's because I've always wanted to go there really, really bad. Okay. You? Australia. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Is it because you want to like fight off giant spiders and shit like that? No, I just hope I pick up the accent. Well, you could do that now. It is a good accent. We should do an accent episode where all of us get to pick an accent. And that's what we have to talk with all night long. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And we Give should do we should do movies that have accents. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll we'll discuss that after this. Right. That sounds good. <laughs> Did you say where you would? Honestly, if I was like picking a place, I would go someplace mid European. You know, uh, France. Yeah. I, I like you know uh, Italy, something like that. I think would be awesome. Yeah. I love the idea of being able to like visit different countries with a couple hour drive. Right. Like we go a couple hours and we're either in Kansas. <laughs> or St. Louis, you know, it's like that's I think or be, Arkansas or Ar- right, and even that is like six hours. <laughs> so, true. all right, next. So we were talking earlier. We had dinner tonight, and we were talking earlier about food. So let me ask you this: Would you rather give up breakfast, lunch, or dinner every day? Lunch. I love lunch. I love lunch. I'd give up breakfast. Are, are you talking the time of the day or the type of food? Oh, that's true. Uh, let's say the time of the day. Like you can only have food two times a day. This is very important. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love food this. way too much. Um, I say lunch. All right. And you say lunch? Yeah, without a doubt. All right. We'll do one more. Would you rather, and I know your answer already, but we'll <laughs> see what you say. Okay. Would you rather be a famous director or a famous actress? Actress, of course. Yeah. What about you? Director. I would go director as well. But but mine and yours are probably different. So why would you pick director? I think there's more money in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I think you can get just as... You can have just as much fame as a director. Oh, yeah. But you can actually have a lot of input in what you do and you get to create. That is true. And the other big thing, the nice thing about being a director is you're not instantly recognizable. So like, honestly, you can still walk down the street. You can still walk down the street. You can still go out to dinner. But if you go to certain places like LA, people are going to know you. But if you want to get away from that, you come like to art, Kansas city. No one's going to know you on the street pretty much. So, okay. So let's go ahead and get in on Will Smith. He had back to back number one, 4th of July weekend hits with independence day first. And then men in black after that, after Men in Black was Wild Wild West, 
And then Men in Black 2 and Hancock were all released on that 4th of July weekend. So definitely Interesting. very, uh, very successful there. Okay, so Men in Black came out in 1997. I love this movie. Like, I showed AJ, and he absolutely really enjoyed watching Men in Black. He thought it was awesome. Tommy Lee Jones is awesome. Will yeah. Smith is awesome. They're both just amazing. When Will Smith got the call asking him to, you know, read the script, I guess when Steven Spielberg called him, he didn't believe him. Like, he was like, really? no, this isn't Steven Spielberg, and totally did not <laughs> believe him, which I thought was kind of funny that he was like, yeah, no. So the script came out. Tommy Lee Jones read it. Will Smith read it. Tommy Lee Jones read it and said, it's shit. He didn't want to do it. <laughs> so Steven Spielberg had to convince him to actually, the script's going to get better. And Will Smith didn't want to do it, but his wife, Jada Pinka Smith, convinced him to do it. Can you imagine oh, getting wow. a script from Steven Spielberg and being like, like no. Right. Like, this is shit. This I'm is a piece of crap. This. Yeah. And I no. Know. I, I think I would be. Yeah, I think I'd be like, okay. Well, when you get to the point where you're that choosy about it, uh, yeah, it says something, I guess. But that's funny. So uh, Clint Eastwood was offered the role of Kay, which was Tommy Lee Jones. What do we think of that? <laughs> no. I don't think. I can't no. see that. He's so like dry. Mo- monotone, dry. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Clint Eastwood, but for something like this, you've got to have that piece of humor that I think Tommy Lee Jones I mean, does has perfectly. Clint Eastwood been in a movie at all where... There's there's any comedy? Yeah. So one of the things that the director, I I don't remember who the director was, but I guess he really struggled with Tommy Lee Jones because Tommy Lee Jones kept trying to like, you know, tell a joke, like (laughs) be funny about it. And the guy's like, no, no, you have to back off the funny because it's funnier when you're straight and Will Smith is playing off you. So from that respect, I was like, okay, maybe Clint Eastwood would really would have been good. And like I think of Josh Brolin, right? So was it? It was Josh Brolin that was in like the third one or whatever. Yes. And that dude is straight as an arrow, right? Like, but it still came off funny. So I don't know. I was like, man, it might have been good. I do think he would have been a little too stiff. Yeah. I think I don't. I don't think he would have. That's just me, though. Yeah. Chris O'Donnell was offered the role of Jay. <sighs> Right. I love Chris O'Donnell. He turned it down because it thought he thought it was another new recruit role like Batman and Robin, which we know how well oh, that yeah, did. That, yeah, that turned out for him. Not not so good, huh? No, not not <laughs> the best. Not the best. The other one that they uh, asked if they if he wanted to play uh, the role of Jay was David Schwimmer. Ew, no. And I don't I, and, know. And, I would have said. Ew. Well, only because not David Schwimmer's fine. Oh my God, my one of my friends who's a major Friends fan is going to kill me for saying that. But that's <laughs> not what I meant. I'm just meant in that role. That, no, especially because right, the role of Jay is like super cool. I love it when he puts on that damn suit and is like, I look good. I make this look good. Oh like, yeah, that is sexy to me. I like that. Yeah, I don't think either Chris O'Donnell, but especially not David Schwimmer, could have pulled that off. Yeah, well, and Will Smith, he's he's just so confident in his roles and David Schwimmer. I mean, he's Ross. That's it. It, (laughs) And I've seen him in other things that I've liked, but he plays Ross and okay. So are you guys familiar with the term big dick energy? Oh, um, yes. John Hamm, big dick energy. Harry Styles. Right. That to me is Will Smith. Yeah. That is not David Schwimmer. No. No. At all. When you just walk into a room and you can and you just know, feel. Right. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, no. Yes, I am. I'm I, I good. Oh, that's yeah. right. So that's where I think, you know. Well, and Dave, David Schwimmer's not running down the alien at the beginning of the movie up those. 
up to the top Jumping of the off building. Jumping the, the bus, onto the yeah, bus. Yeah, that's just not, he's not doing that. That is Raining true. Raining black people in New York City. <laughs> I mean, that was ad-libbed. Was it really? That, yes, I'm glad you amazing. said that. That's okay. in my notes. That was ad-libbed. I thought that was awesome. That's like the said, perfect line. I know. He's like, it's raining black people in New York City. That was totally ad-libbed. I thought That's that was awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Quentin Tarantino was actually offered the chance to direct the movie. I wonder how that would have turned out with him. <laughs> Back off, motherfucking alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. I mean, how how much, how gory it would have. I mean, that, man, I think they should do it. Let's it do been a Men in Black with after. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> it would have been done in different portions. Oh, different, man. And you'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? That's right. And no one's running after anything. It's going to be John Travolta being like, sit down, motherfucker. Yeah. And then that's it. That's it. Yep. I, I definitely think it would have been a totally different movie. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm actually really, I want to see that movie. Me too. I think that would have been awesome. <laughs> Me too. I think it'd be awesome. Uh, the sunglasses used by Men in Black are the Ray-Ban Predator 2 glasses. Their sales increased triple from that movie, after that wow. movie. I know. So I guess there's a site called Bad Astronomy. They are famed for bashing science fiction movies, such as Armageddon. Um, because of their science blenders, they ended up praising this movie for being comedic yet surprisingly accurate, which when it comes to a, astronomy facts. And Men in Black? Right! I was shocked. Wow. I know. Hey, it's a Spielberg movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. All right. Do you guys remember? Do you remember on the big screen they were talking about known aliens in the United States? Do you guys remember yes. that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Some of the known aliens visible on the screen include Al Roker, mm-hmm. Isaac Mizrahi, Danny DeVito, which I think is fucking hilarious. Yep. Uh, Dion Warwick, Newt Gringich, Anthony Robbins, George Lucas, and Steven Spielberg. Oh, I didn't see Spielberg on there. Yeah, that's what it that's what it says. Oh. <laughs> you know, now I'm going to have to go back and watch it so I can pick them all out. That's what yeah. I tell you is that I need a disclaimer on every episode that's like <laughs> this has been found on the internet. Who knows if it's accurate or not. <laughs> so the theme song was Will Smith's first solo hit. Mm-hmm. This theme song won Smith a Grammy award for the best rap solo performance. I thought that was That awesome. is. No, that's interesting. And I was actually when the credits were rolling after the movie when I watched it the other day. It was in my uh, kitchen uh, making uh, some making some tilapia, that's right. and I'm going. It <laughs> comes the men in black. Yeah, yes, it absolutely. Was great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, okay, the last one, and this one I'm going to tie into the next one, and I'm going to pour myself a second cocktail. Uh, the driver what, that was smuggling the illegal aliens in along the road marked 375 uh-huh. that claims to have been fishing. 375 refers to Nevada State Road 375, known as the extraterrestrial highway for being near Area 51. Um, So I kind of thought that was interesting because they don't really, they never talk about Area 51 in the movie. No, they don't. Like, I don't ever remember them actually talking about Area 51 ever in the movie. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Can I just say one thing about the Men in Black, though, that was really hard for me to watch? The guy that is in, you know that dies in the very beginning and he's walking, he's the one that's hunting, you know, trying to get the little galaxy guy as he walks around the aliens in him. And so his skin is like hanging. And as the movie progresses, he just gets grosser and grosser and grosser. The bug guy? Yes. Okay. Edgar. I, his name's Edgar. Thank you. Yeah. Towards, uh, towards the end of the movie, I couldn't look at him. <laughs> Literally grossed me out. Really? Yes. Because he was just broading and, I mean, the it like is. Ugh. 
Kind of ruined the end of the movie for me. Aww. His joints were all. It was just. Okay. It was creepy. So here's something interesting about that. See what I do? I research this shit just in case you happen to mention it. (laughs) He wore uh, knee braces and um, tape to make his joints not move. So he worked. So he walked like that in real life. Yeah. He creeped me out. And there is this one scene when he goes into the morgue and he's trying to get the guy to let him in and he's talking and there's like spittle like flying out of his mouth and something stick right on his (laughs) upper lip. And I was like, it was just gross. That's like Richard on a bad night. It, it is. There's no doubt about Richard's it. Richard's had too many, too, like half a bottle of Crown. I couldn't watch it. And he's got a beard and it's, yeah, I got it. And the cat did a fabulous job. Uh, and so speaking of <laughs> um, the galaxy, you know how like mm-hmm. the whole uh, was on the galaxy of the cat. And then at the end you see them batting around that ball and they're playing marbles or whatever. I guess that was a direct homage to uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, oh. which I thought was interesting. Yeah. That's literally all of my knowledge. <laughs> like, that's what I found out today. I even got to use extra, but that is the extent of it. Awesome. I'm glad I got to share that. Yeah. That's excellent. All right, good. Uh, okay, let's move on to Independence Day. I was really glad that we did this this week because I have not gone back to watch uh, Independence Day in so long. I mean, either. It was... Uh, I loved it. I did too. It's I loved it. It's a great movie. It is. It's fantastic. And, and I shit you not, I swelled up with tears at least like oh, two, yeah. three times. That goddamn speech, I'm like, oh my God, it's, it is our independence day. It's you know? the perfect speech. It gets me every single mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Every single time. So it was the highest grossing movie of 1996. Uh, apparently, within the first few minutes of the very first day of principal photography, a pigeon shit on Devin Devlin's head. <laughs> Everyone was quick to let him know this is good luck. I and thought that was nice. To get shit on the head by a bird? It is there good luck go. to get pooped on. Yeah. By a bird. <laughs> Not by other people. <laughs> Just a bird. <laughs> okay. That took a turn. So apparently. <laughs> Usually movie, does. Right. So the movie was originally going to be called Doomsday. Mm-hmm. And then it switched to the abbreviation ID4, which I remember you and I were talking about this and you kept talking about ID4. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, what? The movie posters. I I know. So apparently um, they originally did not. Someone had the rights to the name Independence Day. So it wasn't until they were able to secure the rights that they were able to actually call it Independence Day. So I thought that was interesting. Uh, Let's see. It was it was shot in only 72 days, which is an unusually short period of time for such a big blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Okay, this I thought was funny. According to producer and co-writer Dean Devlin, which I might be saying his name wrong, and if I am, I apologize. Not that he cares or is listening, but (laughs) if he is, I apologize. The U.S. military had agreed to support the film by allowing the crew to film at military bases and consulting the actors who have military roles. However, after learning of the Area 51 references in the script, they withdrew their support. Really? Dun, 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 right? Do you believe there's an Area 51? Absolutely. Do you? Yes. 100%. I don't think there's a single chance that we're the only ones here in this huge, huge galaxy. Oh, I agree with that, too. And I wouldn't, of course, I believe that they've come here. Yeah. Because I think they're probably, technology is more advanced. Maybe I just watched too many Transformers. I (laughs) I did just watch that. I would love there to be a Transformers race. Um, But, yeah, yeah, I think there's more. I I have a question. Okay. You know the scientist, the crazy old guy with the long hair and dr odom his name is Dr. okay odom. did he die in that movie oh i have this because the other day there was uh 
Independence Day, is it Resurgence? Resurrection. Resurrection. Which I haven't seen that Maybe yet. It Resurgence. I, I don't know. Either Starts one. with an R. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was in it. He d- Yes. His, so, like he was in a mental institution or yes. something? But I thought he died in that. So remember, he has that thing wrapped was around it? his yeah. neck. So they originally were going to have a death scene, but people liked his character so much that when they tested it, they didn't like him dying. They took that out and then made him in a coma. So that he could oh, come back. I was like, because I always assumed he died as well. So did I until you see the follow up. And then you're like, I got to watch that follow up. I haven't watched that yet. I don't think I have either. You're not missing it. much, but go on. Yeah, I heard it, it's not it as good. It got a bad but, rating. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it wasn't. Okay. Dean Devlin said that most of the dialogue in the scenes with Jeff Goldblum shared with Judd Hirsch and Will Smith were improvised. Judd, like not Jeff Goldblum I love is him. a national goddamn treasure. Not he Randy is. Quaid. I love him. I love him. They don't have a lot of dialogue, but I could see Randy Quaid having a lot of uh, improvisation. I, but when you're able to improvise with other actors, I always think that's pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really do think, despite the fact that, did you notice Jeff Goldblum wore a sweater or a jacket tied around his waist twice in this movie? Yes, I did. There actually. is nothing more 90s. I yes, was like, I Jesus, he is really like, and I get it on the bike. You're coming back from the chess game. You, you need to put it somewhere while you're driving. I got you. But then you walk into your building and you do it again. Yeah. Now it's a fashion statement and not a good one. And I think his wife did it too. That's a lot of things to tie around your waist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy was one of the first choices for the part of Stephen Hiller. Tom Cruise, Keanu Reeves, Johnny Depp, John claude Van Damme, and William Baldwin were all considered for the part. But Will I, Smith's part? Yes. But I guess... Uh, Van Damme? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't either. They they all seem old. And it goes from an A movie to a B movie, uh, right there. Uh, yeah, Van Damme. I agree. Well, and <laughs> sorry, I, and I mean his old his older stuff, but well, he's so washed out at that point. I mean, oh, maybe that sounds harsh, but I mean, he had his blood sport and his and but. I gotta say, like Will Smith, I, the very first scene where he walks in the bathroom and then pees, I think is awesome. I don't know why. I hate peeing in movies. That absolutely drives me crazy. I don't need to hear you piss. I don't at all. What about me? In any way. Shape, what about me? What, what? I like. I, I can't. Like. Okay. Good to know. I just. What if I, I don't? There's no actual. There's no. Uh, why? 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 Explain to me why. It doesn't. It doesn't improve a movie. It doesn't. She is. So it has always bothered me. I see that. Okay, we can proceed. But I have to say, like, peeing aside, then he, like, comes out in his sweatpants. Oh, yes. And you can't look anywhere else, okay? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Like, you watch the movie as a female, you can't look anywhere else. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to have to go back to Hulu. <laughs> and watch it again? Yeah. It is yeah. on Hulu right now it for is. my listeners. It yeah. is. It's on Hulu. Okay, I'm going to cool off. Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> she turned down the role of Jasmine Dubrow because of scheduling conflicts, and then she ended up marrying Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Perry was originally off of the role of Captain Jimmy Raven Wilder, which was Harry Connick Jr.'s role. I love role. Harry Connick. I absolutely love him. I did too. And it, like other instances where he has acted, I thought he's okay, not just amazing. In this, I was like, no, he did a really good job. I think Matthew Perry could, could have pulled it off as because really that role is yeah. a very comedic sidekick role with which Matthew Perry would have been fine. But I guess they did um, like several takes of um, Harry Connick Jr. just impersonating different people. 
in the cockpit and at the end he does you know he one of those is whoever he does whether it's Barry White or who I can't remember who it is yeah. and that's what they use in the movie I don't think Matthew Perry could have gotten that no. off so I, I th- definitely think he did I good. love him I think he's just naturally just hysterical he's he's great this one's for Richard uh oh to give the aliens a slimy appearance guess what they used oh god okay. mayonnaise KY jelly ooh <laughs> So wow and apparently they had to apply it to the alien prop several times because the intense heat in the utah desert caused the jelly to evaporate in just minutes so they filmed that alien scene where the alien ship goes down yeah. and will uh-huh. smith take whatever Dragging and yes and kicking him great scene shit out of him his dialogue in that is just hilarious right so they filmed that in the salt flats in Utah. Mm-hmm. And I guess even though they were wearing pants, it was so hot and the sun was so intense that they still got like third degree burns up their pant legs. Wow. I know. So, yes. Do you remember that? I do remember that. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm just <laughs> thinking, man, what dedication to get third degree burns. Oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Even Will Smith was like in pain. Yeah, That's pretty bad. Like, you would think they would take care of that man, but no. <laughs> Put a little ointment on that, please. I like everyone else. <laughs> For some reason, I just Allo. really, really like this movie. No, I do, too. I think it's fantastic. Um, all right. So, Roland Emmerich-ish and Dean Devlin wrote the screenplay. How long do you think it took them? Oh, jeez. I don't even know what an average screenplay is, Two days. to be honest with you. To okay. write it? Relax there, sport. So let me tell you <laughs> that... It only took 72 days to shoot it. But do you think you and I could sit down and write a two-hour goddamn screenplay right now? Well, we're not professionals. Neither were there. Apparently, they did spacecraft. They were on a panel, and someone said, how do you think people would react if giant, huge spaceships came in? And Devin... Devin Devlin, Dean Devlin, for fuck's sake, was like, oh, that's a good idea for our next movie. And they sat down and were on vacation for a month and wrote the entire screenplay. They presented it to Sony or to 20th Century Fox. The next day it got picked up. So they literally have 102 days in this film. Well, and I was also looking up like the amount of money that it made. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it did more. It didn't do so much like those first couple weeks, but then it started to build. It picked up, yeah. Quite okay. a bit. So during that time frame, we were talking six months to a year. Okay. Now you're looking at 10 to 12 weeks. So still. Still. that That's a quick, that's a quick ride. Because you're talking only four weeks. So that's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. I was impressed. Um, what, were you guys impressed with the, uh, the CGI and all the... Compared back then, okay, no, no, no. Because I thought it was pretty good. There was none, or yeah, but I'm there saying. was none. So here's the cool thing about this: they had more models built, and it was they call this the last blockbuster to not use CGI. Wow, can you believe it? That's impressive. Like the White House was CGI, the uh, Empire State Building was CGI. All of those cities that got blown up, all I mean, was not CGI. Those were all models. They made something like 20,000 models of things to fucking blow up. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Because I was watching it and I was like, man, just compared to today's movies, it's still pretty good, even though you go yeah. look at it from oh, 20 years yes. ago. I, I was agree. I was impressed. A hundred, yeah. I, a thousand percent. And they did that because it, it was, it at that time, CGA did not look that realistic. They literally. But this did. Yes. Yeah. 
And I even think some of the CGI today does not look realistic. No. Hello. Exactly. Yes. So, no, that's awesome. So, apparently the White House was a 112th model of the real White House. And when they blew it up, they only had one chance to get it right. So, when they blew it up, it was like a big deal for them to blow it up. And um, I guess Dean Devlin gave over his seat next to Bill Clinton when they premiered it in Washington, D.C. because they didn't want, he didn't want to know how Bill Clinton would respond to what the <laughs> model looked like and then having it blow it up. up. Yes. Nice. Like, so that is a big thing about this movie is that it's definitely 100% one of the very last movies that did not use CGI. Wow. I think it's awesome. I agree. Um, so I thought this was super cool. I don't know why, but it really just, I, I thought it was cool. Uh, the president's speech. Okay. We were just talking about the president's speech uh-huh. and how good it is. It was filmed on August 6, 1995 in front of an airplane hangar that once housed the Enola Gay. The Enola Gay is the one that dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima oh, wow. on August 6, 1945. So exactly Ooh. 60 years earlier. That gives you goosebumps. It does. I yeah. was like, this brings so much more meaning to yeah. the to the speech that he gives. I was like, that's such a cool. Love his speech. Yes, I know. I well up with tears every damn time. It's I great. I mean, you can't get better than that. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, that's great. Okay. So except for the biplane that Randy Quaid drops. Mm-hmm. Every other plane, airplane, is either a model or computer generated. And do you remember when the helicopters were going up uh, the welcome wagon and they had the lights that flashed? Yeah, where they got killed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I guess they were testing that in LA and people saw that and thought it was a UFO and then called it in as a UFO. Oh, how funny. That's what I thought too. And you know, this is one of those movies that when it's on TV, I will watch it. I don't feel like it's ever. I, I don't me, ever see it. Right. It, it is around the 4th of July. It? It's been on a couple of times here recently. And every time when you see it, that the explosion and, and she's driving in the tunnel trying to get, you know, and she's calling for the, oh, dog, the dog. I'm like, get out of the vehicle. Yes, yes. But I roll my eyes. The bitch still would have been fried going in the damn tunnel because the flames still would have got her. She I did do the door open, eye. didn't she? The flames don't go, oop. I'm just going to go bypass this one tiny little tunnel. Have you ever been in I'm that sorry. situation? I'm just saying. Th- you're you not, know how you there's certain know. things in certain movies where, okay, I know I'm supposed to go, this is a movie, but that really wouldn't happen. For me, that's you one don't of those. Know that. We need a science expert to come Please. on. And maybe I'm 100% wrong. And if I am, I'm totally sorry. No, I'm with you. But just that piece of it, I do. I roll my eyes every time. But yes, you do root for the damn dog to just run. Because nobody wants to see a puppy killed. No. So I thought I would uh, end on a specific Kansas City, kind of Missouri note. Okay. So during the nuking scene, the B-2 pilot's uniforms have a patch of the 509th bomb wing on them. Guess where the 509th bomb wing is based out of? I've totally just forgot what the heck the Air Force Base is. It's right. Whiteman? Yep. Is it Whiteman? Yes. Yep. That That's is awesome. correct. I didn't Whiteman know Air Force Base in Missouri. They operate the B-2 bomber in real life. So Yes, they do. A little I local. Love, love seeing Did that you know that before around. you looked that up? Or? No, I don't know any of this shit before I looked <laughs> well, I was just curious. I, mean, I did not. I did not. I looked it up. It well, was, I mean, that's one reason why, you know, they fly, you know, over Arrowhead or had and stuff. No, no, so I, knew I, knew B, I knew the B-2 was at Whiteman. I oh, did not, okay. I, that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Right. 
I did know that. I did not know that the guys that flew it in the movie were from the 509th. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that is cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool, too. I was like, Well, oh. I guess you just can't have anybody fly it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an important thing. <laughs> All right, I want to talk about... So we're at 45 minutes, but I want to talk about one last thing. Okay. The goddamn engagement ring. The, the dolphin dolphin engagement Awful. ring. Awful. <laughs> if I'm sorry, I've always been this type... I, I, that I've said I would love no matter whatever ring Bullshit. that was given to me. If you give me a ring with an effing dolphin on it, well, okay, what I love two cats. Well, I was gonna say I even love I'm I love cats. I love frogs. I have, I have lots of weird little things that I love. Do not put any of those on my engagement ring. Hello, ever. Yeah, all suitors ever. listen. No, now if you would like to get me a kitten and tie an engagement ring around his neck and then present that to me, I'll say yes. <laughs> That's it? That's all they so got to do? That's all I got to do. Give me a cat. <laughs> so to all my listeners. Give me a cat. Give me a cat. <laughs> male listeners. Get a cat. Get a cat. Tie an engagement ring. It can be a dolphin one, apparently. No. No? Even a dolphin ring no. around a cat? No. I know, right? It's no. so terrible. Oh, it's Oh my god, it's tacky. It's okay. horrible. So listen to this. It's not the thought that can't. I mean, look at all the. Not in this the, situation. I'll be honest. If your thought is dolphin jewelry, we should get divorced before we even get but married. She, didn't she have like dolphin earrings? She and did. And I bet well, he bought her that shit too. And here's the thing: if you and just she wanted was to happy, but not for an engagement ring. If you just wanted to get her a pretty dolphin ring, just to get her a pretty That's dolphin done. ring, one hundred percent, I would love that. Not. For the engagement ring. No. Guys just can't get it right. So, jewelry designers and marketing consultants reported an increased interest in dolphin-themed oh. jewelry. Doesn't that happen, though, in every movie? Maybe, well, yeah. I mean, like, like, what like was Titanic? In Lord of the Rings, you know, the little elf necklace or whatever. I'd say wore. yes to that, bitch. But I'm saying the jewelry. I know, if it's cool. But if it's a dolphin ring, No. And well, you know obviously what? we are wrong here there, because it increased. I, I'm sure there are women out there who would love the dolphin ring, but and this just, is the nineties. It was the nineties, so I understand it. But no, <laughs> <laughs> there, there, no. Are, there are only two things to me that scream nineties from Independence Day. Number one is the dolphin ring and the jackets and the shit tied around their waist. <laughs> <laughs> Those to me are like nineties. <laughs> It wasn't the computers in the nope, background. Nope, nope, no. Nope. When I was watching it, and the- my kids were like, "Look how big those <laughs> monitors are." It didn't they cross in- my mind. When they enter the workforce, there will be departments that are still struggling with old green screen computers. Yes, I shit you not. Good old Oregon Trail. That's right. So no, those still exist in the world today. But I guarantee you, not one bitch has a dolphin ring on her fucking finger in the year 2019. It's not for an engagement ring. That's my whole thing. It's the engagement ring piece of it. If you want to wear a dolphin ring, wear a dolphin ring. But engagement ring? Dude, you could just go to Walmart and get me a tiny little diamond. Right. I am more... For 50 ex- bucks. I, I'm fine with that. I am more... an engagement ex- ring? Hell yeah, I don't care about that. But not... Yes. 100%. I am willing to have a smaller ring well, and a design yeah. that I appreciate versus a larger ring with a goddamn dolphin around it. <laughs> get me a know. dolphin tattoo and I'm fine with that. Yeah. But give me a dolphin... Same with heart. Heart-shaped jewelry... I'm trying to think if Mark's ever gotten the heart shaped jewelry before I go on it. I love heart shaped jewelry because it's all about love. And I love love. Oh my God. I even have necklaces that say the word love. That's different. My my bracelet right now. That's different. It says something. Uh, All right. Well, I'm going out to buy you a dolphin shaped engagement ring. 
I'd like to know if we could order one just for fun. Right. I'm going out and buying it on See, Amazon. I'm sure I can buy anything on Amazon. Yeah, my bracelet says share the love. I it, That does not bother me. It's the heart-shaped jewelry. Really? Yeah, the heart-shaped. I is just, it just too hokey for you? Yes. Is that what it is? Yeah. Love is love, Jamie. Love is love, love but it's not a, do- a dolphin ring. Now, if the the dolphin was in the shape of a heart, how would you feel about that, Jamie? Two dolphins. <laughs> Two dolphins. That would, Two actually, dolphins. That would actually work. <laughs> I I, I got to see this. I'm going to see if I can find see this. What, yeah. I want to see what you think of that. All right. So I'll ask you both. I know they're two totally different movies. Which one are you going to watch? Independence Day. Independence Day. I was As much as I like Men in Black, it was a little too... I it, I didn't enjoy it as much as I did when it first came they out. They had flying cars. I just didn't like at all. I, I really didn't. <laughs> They don't fly. Men in black. <laughs> Men in black. The cars don't fly. They just scaled the wall or the, the ceiling wall. or something. Yeah, okay. I really didn't enjoy it as much. I'm like, I remember sitting there thinking, I feel like huh. we should have addressed this earlier in this podcast. What movies did Will Smith have before Independence Day? Hardly anything. It's just really what we saw him on was uh, Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. He had a couple of movies, but but hardly anything. When did he do they? Did he do Bad Boys? He did Bad Boys in 95. Okay, so okay. it was before. And then he did Independence Day in 96. All right, so yes, it was Bad Boys and then uh, Independence Day. So Okay. Clearly, that was one of his first roles, and he did awesome. Anything else that you guys want to talk about with these two movies? Will Smith is fantastic. I'll just Great throw that out there. Independence Day movies. Fantastic. Thank you guys for joining. Appreciate everyone. I did start a Facebook page for my poor friends insiders so you guys are welcome to join that and if you guys have any feedback for us you're welcome to post there uh people who have participated in these podcasts will respond if they get a chance to if not i will respond uh i'm getting some looks around the table (laughs) um but yeah definitely if you guys have things i i know some of my favorite feedback have been from people who have yelled at me through a radio about something that we have forgotten (laughs) So you guys are welcome to now post that on uh, the My Poor Friends Facebook page. Uh, Anyway, I hope you guys had a great 4th of July and hopefully you have enjoyed this episode of My Poor Friends. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye. Bye.